Okay. Back to the My Guardian Angel podcast. It is raining today. It's going to be um, a little loud. I'm going to kind of shout just so that you can hear me um, past all this raindrops. Uh, yeah, so today I wanted to continue talking about just how the brain works. Um, just from my knowledge, from I, what I've had to uh, learn to help me in my situation... Um, and so, yeah, let's begin. Okay, so the brain, um, has emotions, of course. It, it produces emotions. And these emotions can be really, I, I like to say diluted or, um, powerful. But, I mean, I kind of like making an, a metaphor or whatever, analogy or something like that. I make it with, like, how, how you drink something, right? If it's really powerful, some people like really powerful drinks. Some people like really diluted drinks, right? And so it is with um, the... So it is with um, your emotions, right? Your feelings. Whether it's good or bad is going to be more more um diluted or more powerful and the more power and the more uh, dense or whatever power dense whatever same thing um, i'm trying to uh, convey is that the more it is the more believable it is the more you believe it okay um so whether it's good or bad right so for example if you have emotion of guilt this is, um, you can have a, a great emotion of guilt, right? This is a problem I had when my brain just kept um, kind of um, saying alarm, alarm, alarm kind of thing. My subconscious is like alarm, but it's an emotion. It's not really saying alarm, but it's like, um, and it wouldn't stop, right? 
because I never had the medicine to make it stop, right? So it was a continuous thing. It was horrible. It was horrible. Um, so, I mean, regardless of where I was, I would perceive anything, like any anything that came in the senses. So my eyes to see or hear or whatever, like... Uh, I would interpret it, for example, in an in a alarming way, right? So, even spiritually, you'll interpret it in a an alarming way. In a, it could be guilt. It could be, it could be basically anything that you feel that makes you feel bad, right? So put all of that in a, in the category of making you feel bad. Um, the and as I said, thank God for medicine, because it uh, it helps me every day, every night. I actually take it, and in the morning I feel much better. If I can't, if I really have to uh, do something, I'll have to like buy a pack of cigarettes or something and just smoke, and hopefully it'll uh, reduce it a bit. That's the only thing I could have done. That's what I was doing before I knew I had medicine, and. Yeah, speaking of that, like, as I was saying, you know, we have consequences of smoking and that, that reduces your life, right? So that's also an evil. It's just this, um, for some people like me, it was a necessary evil because, I mean, in situations where I I could have driven and killed someone, who knows, right? So... Or, like, I didn't even drive at that point because I didn't want to. Like, I couldn't even, like, actually stay awake when sitting, sit, um, when sleeping. I mean, sitting down, right? So, I mean, I was not able to do anything, right? So, what I'm trying to say, what am I trying to say, guys? What I'm trying to say is this brain of ours, these emotions... Whatever you call it, these are um, natural emotions, right? When we talk about spiritual things, we're talking about more. You need, you have to kind of find a way to dilute it. I don't know how. For me, it was medicine, but until you can actually dilute it, you're not gonna really understand spiritual stuff, right? I mean. Get the guilt of us in spiritual when when uh, talking about like for example um, going against God's commandments you have to look find a way to look at it objectively right you have to you can't like just go into it if your emotions are of guilt and if these are natural emotions right you need to dilute that then you need to learn um, the objective reality of why um, certain things are evil and certain things and the levels of evil and things that remove us from the love of God and things that don't remove us from the love of God that are still evil. But, you know, you basically, you need to reduce, basically get a calm psychological, you know, um, before you even learn anything, okay? Um, oh, and I, I wanted to also talk about, for you young girls, um, and also I'm talking about, I'm going to, I mean, if, if my nieces <laughs> learn this, when you grow up in high school, 
you're gonna value emotions, right? Of course, because the more more powerful it is, the more you believe it, right? So you're gonna get guys who are gonna be assholes to you, and then all of a sudden they're gonna be good to you, and then I mean, is they're gonna be doing like that? It's gonna be like a push pull kind of thing. Uh, it's just because that's just how. <laughs> When you're that young, you just do that, right? And it's fine for teasing, and you know when you're friends with someone. But when you want to, when you and you will fall in love with these people, right? And you will date them. Uh, but the problem with that is, it is a issue with relationships. You need to dilute that as quick as possible. And objective objectivization, not objectify, objectivization the, with the V, not the F. Okay, so objectivization is uh, basically you need to figure out who this person is, um, and understand what real value is. It has nothing to do with emotion, right? It has to do with prioritizing what you want in your future, right? And um, the greatest good for you. So, I'm speaking to my nieces now, but I'm also speaking to every other woman, right? The greatest good is God, okay? So, you need to understand that first. See if this person is going to take you to God, okay? And um, I'm not talking about in an emotional way. I'm talking about in an intellectual um, objective way where is practical and um, and is reasonable and it's not uh, erratic or irrational um, and it's it's uh, prudent temperate like there's a lot of virtues that come with it so look for prudence temperance justice um, uh, prudence temperance justice and there's another one cardinal virtues just look it up okay and yeah so you're gonna get a lot of that but when you grow up uh yeah just make sure just you know yeah don't don't uh don't follow your emotions too much i know you guys you girls love it it's a great feeling love is a great feeling but uh it needs to be diluted so that when you do get a, a steady relationship and you want to marry, you understand who the person is. And you can then accept the fact that when shit happens, which it always will, you, you know intellectually, okay, this guy is a good guy. Um, I, I, even though you feel like shit intellectually you know so you can still persevere because you're not you're never gonna always feel good um, I suggest you read a book it's called it's Gary Chapman's um, book Gary Chapman's The Five Love Languages and that'll help you um provided you are you know what love it truly is which is the willing the good of the other um you can use his um f feel his his psychological understanding of how love works and why there's so much divorce right so you can use that and you know kind of like 
fix your marriage, hopefully, if you get married. Okay, so uh, that's that. And what else did I want to talk about? I think that's it. Okay, goodbye. God bless.